On January 6, 2021, a group of terrorists supporting Donald J. Trump stormed the United States Capitol in what I can only describe as a traitorous coup. In this episode, my guest and I discuss this terrible, terrible event. Let's take a listen. Hello and welcome to Things You Don't See Every Day with Chris Taliaferro. I am the aforementioned Chris Taliaferro, and joining me today is a wonderful guest, someone who I have absolutely wanted on the show for a long time, but... Recent events, recent events in our political history, it, it forced my hand. I, I had to almost call in an emergency guest. Charlie Chan, is that what we're going to call you? Yes, sir. Welcome. Thank you very much for being here. Been a pleasure the whole time. Well, thank you. No, um... As he said, a uh, pleasure the whole time. Uh, we, he he's he's come into the studio today, and uh, we've been hanging out a little bit. Uh, we uh, we've we've enjoyed each other's company. He's he's a great man. This is this is our this is our first time meeting in real life in person. Yes. Yeah. No. It's 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 kind of amazing. And he's a real brother. <laughs> I am a real brother. That. Like, you you heard it here first in the flesh in the flesh if if you if you were curious about <laughs> if anything you saw on any forum platform was real it's real <laughs> and let me just say no media platform does this man justice <laughs> i appreciate that charlie chan um, and I'm calling you Charlie Chan a little tongue-in-cheek because I know your government name. I actually know, you know, your, your, your real name. Uh, but, um, there's a little confusion in regards to your online moniker. And before we got into, um, the, the, the very serious topics that we're going to discuss today and the reason that I wanted you on the show today... Um, I just wanted you to kind of just give me a little background on uh, the history of your moniker, just in case people have the wrong idea about it. Absolutely. Well, it's from a old war show, like war TV show, some kind of satire, World War II, something like that. It was a character on there, Charlie Chan. I don't even believe the character was No, you're okay. <laughs> no, it, no, it, it's 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 okay. I just wanted to make sure the mic was picking you up. Oh, okay, okay. So just um just uh, you know, you 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 can uh you can you can be loud. Oh. You, you can be loud. I'm I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't, right. I didn't mean to interrupt. I, you know, I I apologize, everyone. Sometimes this is how the sausage gets made. Uh, <laughs> I, I just I wanted to make sure that that everyone was getting all of your your jewels and and wisdom in regards to your online moniker. So go ahead, uh, just start again. I will I will stop interrupting. Okay. I got the name from Jimi Hendrix. I don't really care where else it's heard, where else it's seen. It was the name of Jimi Hendrix's pet monkey who happened to be imaginary. So, to me, learning that about him and learning the connection that he had during the time period that he came up with that name, it just intrigued me to the point where I was going to go by Charlie Chan. Yeah. And for real, for real, it was just something to spark conversation. Like, where the hell did you get Charlie Chan from? <laughs> like, only 
two out of the ten people you'll talk to about it will know actually where it came from, and then everybody else, I have to tell them that story. So, mm-hmm. just a spark conversation. No, you know, I have a uh, I have a background in speech and debate, and um, what I would describe. Uh, the name Charlie Chan uh, as is a attention-getting device, and that's something that we would always discuss when we were uh, um, doing speech and debate. It's something where, hey, um, Charlie Chan, what does that mean? And it, you know, now people are intrigued in right. what you're doing. People are intrigued in what's going on. Then they'll ask about. Well, you like Jimi Hendrix? Well, what would you like about Jimi Hendrix? And they might know maybe popular rumors or anything that was perpetuated before about him. But I actually read biographies. I read, went to where he was from, things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's a difference in getting intimate with something versus just being something. Because how many people have Hendrix? or popularized the name Hendrix or popularized Jimi Hendrix like it's either his first name or both mm-hmm. and nobody bats an eye so I'm going so far as to say this is who he used to confide to because he had a very deep passion or deep commitment to his sense of loneliness Right. To where he created imaginary friends. Mm. Mm. What if I was imaginary? What? what how, how would you? How would you feel if? Uh, if you were an imaginary. If I if I were to just disappear right now, right? You're, you're okay. You're sit. You're you're sit. You're sitting in my studio, and uh, you're you're recording with me. We we've got the mic here. If I were to just vanish. How would you feel? I would immediately blame Chingy. <laughs> <laughs> I like the reference you made that, right there. That is right there. Yeah, right there. Yeah. No, that's uh, no, that's good. It's good. <laughs> that would be the work of a Bailey. <laughs> Howard <laughs> Chingy Bailey Jr. Um Shout out. No, I um I, I, I just I wanted to just kind of uh, uh, just kind of break the mood there a little bit um, because I, I, I did want to transition and I, I wanted to I wanted to break the mood because we're gonna get into something that's super serious so yeah it's getting ready to get deep it's gonna get super deep so I just I, I wanted a almost a humorous or just cathartic moment maybe before we got into the dark disgusting I mean. Man, I mean, January 6th, 2021, is that the date we're working with? That You're going to call it the siege? Or... <sighs> wow. Um, okay, so let's just start. Um, I'll start by describing for my listeners what we are about to jump into. So, um, January 6th. 2021, uh, there was a siege, a siege of terrorists on the United States Capitol. Uh, These terrorists were largely in support of Donald J. Trump. I, I don't even know what to say when we're talking about acts that, and and we'll get into why, could be described as treasonous. Charlie Chan, can can you, you let's talk to me? Okay. First, I want to add one to. Washington DC that is the location that is being focused on 
This happened also in Kansas, Ohio, Minnesota, California, and Georgia. So this was a nationwide orchestrated attack. Mm. And it was militaristic in nature. Mm. So I would like to familiarize people with the language of military science. Okay. If anybody's read the Art of War Sun Tzu, the greatest victories are the ones where you don't have to actually engage in physical battle. Mm -hmm. So that means the number one tool in any kind of victory would be deception. If I'm going to achieve some kind of victory, I have to be victorious and my victory has to be parallel with how well I can deceive my enemy. So if I can make you think <coughs> you're going to lose before you even attempt to do anything, right. I've already defeated you. <coughs> right. Thus using the tactic properly. So they didn't spread fear about this because they knew that they were going to focus on one area and one area in particular, which is Washington. Who knows exactly how many people and this is where we're going to get into conspiracy theories sure however this is very much in your face who knows how many people are actually involved who knows to what level of the government that we're talking about right as far as corruption is concerned and the only thing i can think of is to say that we need to pay very close attention to what's being said, mm -hmm. who's saying it, right, and what their affiliation is, whether there is any affiliation with either party involved. So if we're talking about what the media is saying about the Proud Boys, sure, we know that in a debate, Donald Trump gave militaristic commands Stand back and stand by. And now we see a siege of not only the capital, but about five, six other states. Right. So, you know, it, 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 it's, it's just interesting. Um, you know, you, you were talking about, uh, you know, and, and again, no one can see us here, but, you know, using the quotey fingers, conspiracy theories. Um, you know, there's right-leaning people on social media and elsewhere uh, floating the idea that these terrorists were not, in fact, Trump supporters, but Antifa in disguise. Antifa in disguise. And look, spoiler alert, this is a podcast hosted by a black man that is the father of a black son uh, that that's that's the that's where this podcast is coming from if you don't like it you, you can turn it off now it's okay that's fine I, I'm okay with that um but when people say that, oh, it, it, it was Antifa in disguise, it was Black Lives Matter in disguise. <laughs> Listen, these were white people either, either Period. way. Period. Th th these were white people doing these things. Th this wasn't black people. And, and if you want to say, oh, you were, it was Antifa, you were paying people, they were paid actors, hey, great. It's a whole bunch of white people, you know, doing a whole bunch of stuff, and regardless of the Carrying side, pipe bombs, rifles, guns, and you name it, shooting, threatening to blow up. This was a terrorist siege on national TV, where they're posing for pictures. They're they're sitting in Nancy Pelosi's seat holding their fist up in the air like it doesn't get more in your face than that and if 
you can be right, left, impartial, separate. If this as a black person doesn't make you at least hold or get closer to the people that look like you, then stay where you are, continue believing what you believe, and just keep the rest of us out of any kind of criticism that you do openly because yeah, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. If anybody, <laughs> if if at any point during the civil rights era where they said this is it. This right here, this is fucking it. That was Emmett Till. Mm. Mm. You thought you would have thought with all the people, with all the repeating Emmett Tills that we've had, Breonna Taylor, Alton Sterling, Tamir, Michael Brown, Tamir Rice, Tamir, Tamir, Rice. Tamir Rice is the one that bothers me because I, I mean, as you know, I have a 13 year old son, and my son is luckily fortunate enough to have reached an age beyond Tamir, you know, and you know. Imagine having to wake up every day and that mm. be a part of the reality that wow. you have to think about. Yeah. You have to wake up every day thinking I could lose my shit today and get the police called on me and that is equal or on par as being a death sentence. Yeah. A black man hearing the police is coming or the police are being called is literally a privileged person's position to be able to put a legal lynching out mm. and you know you, you you talk about um the um the 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 legal lynching of black people that can happen um i just want to um kind of uh kind of add on to that um donald trump who at the time of this recording is still our president mm-hmm um, his response to Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President, yeah, Mr. President. <laughs> his response to Black Lives Matter protests, May 29th of this year, or, or I'm so, oh, I apologize, May 29th, 2020. It, it, we we we've already gone into a new year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy. <laughs> <laughs> Six days in. <laughs> Six days in. It's kind of like, whoa. Oh. 2021 said, man, oh, watch this shit. Hold my beer, right? Like, watch this. Um, so uh, Trump, Donald, Donald J. Trump, in response to Black Lives Matter protests in May 29th, 2020, was when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Mm. So in the eyes of our president... If you break the windows of a target, if you uh, better not, you, you you better not break the windows of a target. Don't touch the Starbucks. Don't do it. Don't you slide your black ass out of there with no TVs. Nothing. Don't go in there and get your free hair, makeup, none of that shit. Don't, don't do go it. in there and get none of those inanimate objects. God do, damn don't it. do it. Don't do it. Don't Unarmed do it. and all, you better not go in there and do don't that do shit. It. That's. That's how our current president responded they to... They will shoot you. They will shoot you. They will shoot you. Now, 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 now um, these Black Lives Matter protests, they were... And correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Charlie Chan, if that is your real name. <laughs> <laughs> um, correct me if I'm wrong, but they were uh, protests because of... Uh, social injustice and um, people's lives literally being on murders. the murders. So there were murders that, that were happening. Okay, okay, great. No, no, no. I listen. A, as the host, I kind of have to uh, have a certain. It, it's my it, it's my guests who I allow to. They were murders. It, full on public lynchings, and by lynching, let me clarify. I don't necessarily mean being hung by the neck with a rope. I mean being killed with impunity. 
And what that means is being killed with any following punishment. None of these officers get prosecuted. None of these officers do any time. Nobody is punished for the life of a black person. So the trend has become kill yourself a black person if you're wearing a badge. Hmm. So, and I mean, we can go into history. I have a, a really good correlation with, hit, with history that involves this siege. And I can also correlate the history of the police with slave catchers because that's where they began <laughs> if you want to talk about where they began and where they are now right a black person who knows who they are will know how to treat the police hmm. and the way they've treated us has never changed but as you can see they're they're right on par you look at the statistics between their inception until now it's heavily favored in subjugation of black people well 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 you know the 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 heavy favor of subjugation of the subjugation of black people is um exactly why i wanted to bring up that first uh that first quote from trump because i had a uh a, a bookend quote so Again, before you know, before before you you gave your response to what I was just saying, I said that uh, Trump's response to Black Lives Matter protests May 29th, twenty ninth, twenty twenty was when the looting starts, the shooting starts. His response to this Capitol siege. Bring it. Go home. We love you. Go home. You're boys. very special. I know how you feel. Hmm. Now you were just talking about the history of it being slave catching, mm-hmm. right? And I, and and <laughs> it's funny because we talked about a lot before we started this recording. We did, but except that's for that. that. No, we didn't talk about that. But I knew who I was bringing on my show today. Thank you, sir. And that you're very welcome. And when you said that, it led right into some of the things we discussed before. Ahead of time, right? Mm-hmm. So, his response, Trump's response to Black Lives Matter protests, again, just the fact that black is even in the name. I mean, n- never mind the fact that not every single person there was even black. I mean, we we can we that's 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 a topic for another day. That's deep. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just being honest. Deep. Not everyone there was black. But Woo. it's a but it's a Black Lives Matter protest. That means if you stand with these niggas, if you stand with them, you already know if you if you're black, it's over for you. But if you if you want to look like me and stand with them, you can get it too. You're gonna get shot. They are willing to take their own out if their own stands with the enemy. So. Woo. <laughs> so that's how that's how black people not even not even black people those who stand with black people those who want to stand up for black people potentially are treated you're gonna get shot for that how are you treated mm. when you storm the united states capitol go home okay yeah okay great yeah go home go home go home we love you. Break it down. You're piece very by piece. special. I know how mm. you feel. I That's listen, a that's a I know how you feel. I know how you feel. How, how do they feel, Mr. President? I'd love mm. to know. I'd love to know. I don't know how they feel. Do they feel like most white people when they don't get their way <sighs> and think they can just take it because they white? This same capital that was under siege by a overwhelmingly predominantly white force of apparent Donald Trump supporters armed armed Donald Trump supporters um, were able to to breach the uh, the, the, the capital right uh, there armed. was there was there was a time 
where this same capital was potentially the target of a Black Lives Matter protest. And this is an audio podcast, but times like this honestly make me feel like I need a video component of this shit because there is pictures of officers looking like stormtroopers, helmets, riot gear, Right on the same steps. Right on the same fucking steps. Where Trump supporters just... Carrying bombs across. Just doing whatever they want. And rifles. Just, you know, there's a guy, there's a guy with, with, uh, you know, um, you know, a Viking helmet and he's bare chested. He's got fur, a, a furry, uh, cape or something. And face paint like he's Mel Gibson and Braveheart. I don't know what's happening. What are we talking about? Black people would have been shot on sight. On sight. You wouldn't have made it on the property, bro. We wouldn't have made it on the property. It wouldn't. I I would argue Mm -hmm. that had this not been orchestrated and had it just been an attack on the capitol like just one city one time yeah i would argue that if it was us they wouldn't even have put it out there they would have just neutralized it yeah dead that situation and you would have never fucking known about it so saying that who knows how many times yeah that that's happened yeah and second because this happened in multiple states across the nation all around the same time leading up to this one grand coup I mean it doesn't get more in your face and this is this is it this is like I was saying this is that moment where we need to really you need to pick a side this is this is where the rubber hits the road yeah this is it this is this is this is line in the sand type shit. Exactly. I, I you know I, I, I you know listen you know me I, I I I try to you know be you know a bit more fair and balanced. I'm a little more edgy. Well, but there's a reason that you are on my show today. There's a right. reason that you're here because sometimes. The kind and gentle road isn't enough. Sometimes, listen. I, I I was I was born on the same day as Martin Luther King, right? Wow. So yeah, you know January fifteenth, and uh, you know a lot of times I go the peaceful route, but I, you know I mean look look I you know I have here in my notes and we and we discussed this before. Um, I had, and I'll just say how it is in my notes. I, I have written. Black people peacefully protesting question mark. Why are we peacefully protesting for anything ever? We never got anything from peaceful protesting. I just watched a bunch of white people storm the capital of the United States. Desecrate the flag. Bring the Confederate flag into the capital. And... If you want to talk about treason, listen, I was only a political science minor in college, so I apologize if I'm off here. Mm-hmm. But the, the the Confederate flag, if you're bringing that, you're bringing in... Treasonous. That, that's treasonous because you're bringing in the flag of the a, a separate nation. That's the not, South had been successfully removed from the North at the time of the war. At that point, you're bringing in the flag of a separate nation from the United States. Mm-hmm. And that's what treason is. So if you if you co- if you go into the capital with the French flag and you're saying I represent France, that's treason. They went into the capital with the Confederate flag, which by the way isn't technically the Confederate flag. I mean, I can get into the history of that, but that's, that's a whole Yeah, that's a whole that's a whole can of worms. That's but a whole but let's just pretend that it's the that's the that's the flag they represent. But they are representing 
the flag of a nation that is not the United States of America. That's treason. I'm pretty sure that flag that they that flag I think was a a rebellion flag and it was one of the rebellion flags because during the time I think it was 1936 or 37 they had outlawed uh public lynching. Mm -hmm. And the I think you're absolutely the re, I think you're absolutely response, right The response to them outlawing public lynching was riding around with those flags, it was coded. Yeah. That was coded, coded language. I, I'm, 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 I'm like night. Again, listeners, you can, you know, as always, you can always fact check me, fact check him, but I'm, I'm 99. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I might I, be yeah, off on the year. Right, right, no, no, exactly. Years, but, but, no, 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 but that's, I know that's, it was in the 30s, and I know mm -hmm. that that flag was erected in, in result of that decision. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Let me go back to my notes for a second because now now I'm just laughing I'm, and I'm just going to I'm I'm going to I'm going to read my notes verbatim and I'm just going to take I'm going to get your take. Blue lives matter question mark. Oh man. First of all, <laughs> this episode's going to go long. We're going. Just yeah. go just go. Let's go. First of all, that is just a response to black lives matter. It if if that in in and of itself doesn't offend you as a black person for someone to say blue lives matter as a response to black lives matter they're pretty much telling you that a career path is or the a career path that i deem worthy meaning one that can end your life keep talking i have to pee because i drink way too much water i apologize just go i'm gonna run with this run with it a career path that they deem worthy, meaning simply and plain that your life does not equal up to the success that this career can bring me. It's always business over everything with them. Any relationship you have with a white person is not going to be in the context of how they feel about you in the business sense because you wouldn't have a personal relationship with a white person based on how they felt about you in a business sense because you do not exist to them in that sense so you don't compare to the success and the dominance and the power and the wealth that comes in with the things that they dominate and control and own so blue lives matter in response to Black Lives Matter, it literally trended right next to each other. Black Lives Matter became a trend. Blue Lives Matter became a trend as a result of Black Lives Matter. So what black? So we're gonna read between the lines and the hashtags and say your black ass means nothing to my son, daughter, uncle, cousin, whatever. Whatever connection or affinity I have with law enforcement means more to me than your black ass. And that, to me, is what systematic and institutional and racism, in a nutshell, racism is, in reference to Dr. Claude Anderson, is a team sport. It is a group-based phenomenon. So you'll never congratulate the other team for scoring on you. And the whole point of it is to keep your advantage over the other team. And one of the biggest advantages they have is to deceive us. We need more things like this. We need more studios like this. We need more podcasts like this. We need more voices on the airways telling our story from our perspective. He has his notes right here. However, He's also a very sane, competent black man who knows what the fuck he's looking at when he sees the news. I appreciate and he, that. No problem. And he <laughs> he's back, by the way. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> and he knows that when he sees a terrorist attack happening live on TV while they're telling you and putting on the screen protesters, 
protesters, quote unquote. He's easily, easily going to separate himself from that situation and look at it exactly how we always have to look at shit. And this is where we're going to go as far as the purpose of this podcast. We're two very different people. We come from two very different backgrounds. Yes, sir. However, and our views don't, our views are very different. Absolutely. We don't, we don't, we don't see eye to eye on everything. On everything. <laughs> and, and listen, this, 100%. Is, this, is, this would be the same as put it in context for some people to understand. This would be like, uh, uh, maybe, uh, oh, what do you call them? Hoteps? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this would the, be the, like the, a, the, the woke, uh, you know. The, the woke crew. Yeah, Somebody yeah, yeah. from what? I I hate that shit. But I, no, so do I. It's fine. I it's, mean. It's okay. I understand. I, I know what you mean, you know. Yeah. People will get what you're saying. You For know? argument's sake. It, yeah. it, it would be like that. Like somebody from, from and, and like a, a starch Christian sitting down <laughs> and we're discussing like, you know. <laughs> but, what but, can we... But, but we but we can but we can still come under a certain umbrella of this is what's right and this is what's right in terms of social justice particularly for black and brown people that's that's that, that that's that's personally my number one thing. I, I'm sorry I, I like to put it like I, I can't like apologize to, for it I don't no, you don't got to I I like to put it like we're in the same building and one of the one of the things that I say that I posted before I say often is not so much to have someone looking out the same window as you just make sure they're in the same building so I know over everything and over any kind of issue any kind of slight any kind of problem that you deal with i know that there are certain things that no matter what background you come from you are going to certainly agree that is putting us in the same building do you do you like having to go work for white people do you like having to go clock in every day and Mm. listen to what that white man tell you Mm. how he tell you to do it when he tell you to do it do you know how many correlations that I can draw? How many, I can juxtaposition any kind of experience or emotion or mentality that you experience while you're working with slavery. Mm. Like, and I can show you how it just it just transformed over time. Like it it evolved in a sense. Like we're we're big on evolution. Right. And and things evolving over time. Like, if you could imagine racism didn't go anywhere right so did it innovate itself Mm. did it did it learn how to be codified did it learn how to be something that you can hide in any kind of every everyday life listen every everything evolves over time right um you look at uh, cars year after year. The, the the 94 Accord was different from the 95, from the 96, 97. They always try to improve things. Why would we think that racism would be any different than any other thing on Did Earth? Did it take a back seat? Like, what? <laughs> why, but why would we believe that racism is any different from any other thing or any other thing in society? It's going to evolve. It's going to change. It's going to morph into um, different things. There's, there's a lot of times when people think of racism, they think it's simply someone just calling you a nigger. You're, you're a nigger. Yeah. And and you know me, Charlie Chan. That is not a word I like to use or, or a word that I use in my everyday vocabulary however um i frequent the word nigga every now and again (laughs) (laughs) no but i but for 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 emphasis sake and and for sake of, of what we're talking about i think it's important for me to not shy away from it but a lot of people think that it's that type of harsh rhetoric that 
encompasses racism and what I think encompasses racism, true racism. Because mm-hmm. to me, racism is prejudice plus power, right? Because, mm. because you can't, listen, racism, like, a lot of times people ask me if I, I have think, to compliment you for having an equation because I have a similar equation, just different variables. Okay, all right. Well, no. Well, 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 the, well the thing is, the reason I say the racism uh, is, is prejudice plus power is because um, prejudice, right? Mm-hmm. People will have their own prejudices or biases, right? That's, that's, that's inherent of any human being, right? No doubt. Um, what black people can't do um, is use that prejudice in a situation of societal power and I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna give an example of of what I mean just real quick uh, there was a there was a gentleman who was in um, in New York he was bird watching uh, there was a uh, Caucasian woman who uh, did not have her dog on a leash uh, as was the rules um, now in normal situation, well, not normal situation, but but in 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 the reverse situation, this black man would have been looked at as the quote unquote Karen who would be complaining about the rules and regulations of of a situation, mm-hmm. and Karens quote unquote, uh, you know these typically Caucasian women who feel privileged enough to tell people how they should. Uh, you know, live their lives and, and, and what they should do, right? Um, just, just real quick for the no, audience. Yeah, go ahead. A Karen is what we would call middle-aged white women. And there are levels to this, as our brother Meek Mill says. <laughs> There's Becky's, <laughs> which would be your young adolescent into, uh, I guess, early 20s. Then you got... Karen's middle age and then after Karen's you got Susan's <laughs> and Susan's are the older Karen's yeah I'm not a fan of Susan's um anyway <laughs> no 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 you're right you're right um so the the reason the reason I even I bring any of that up is um so we have so 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 we have this brother and he's bird watching um, and he sees a woman who doesn't have her dog on the leash. And again, that's typically, you know, what Karens do, right? Like, so it, it normally he would be looked at as the Karen. So he'd be the bad guy in this. Like, just leave her alone, right? Just let her walk around with her, with her dog, right? Like, who cares? It's not a big deal. Yeah. That's what we normally say. Like, just let us barbecue. Who cares? Why are you... Let, let let my daughter sell some water on the corner. What is what's the big deal? Why are you upset? That's what you know. That's what this woman is saying in this case, right? But let's talk about racism being prejudice plus power. When she was confronted, and a, and a black man said, "Hey, your dog's supposed to be on the leash." This woman said to this man. I'm going to call the police and tell them that a big black man is threatening me. Big old nigga. And that was a legitimate threat. He had to back up. That was a legitimate threat to that man's life. We're talking about a comic book author who's bird watching had in the middle not of the day? Been recorded and on camera, she could have got him killed. We're not talking about a thug. We're not talking about some somebody's going to knock you over the head and what take your thug purse. What thug-ass nigga you know bird watches? Bird watches! Like, yo, my nigga, them bird, you see them... them oh, yeah, them, oh, yeah, bird watches. Oh, oh, yeah, man. Cuss. Listen, let me tell you something about these cardinals I saw the other day, my guy. Cuss, That's baby. not something that happens, everyone. Wake up! <laughs> what that are we just, talking about? That just lets you know we can't do shit. You can't do anything. Long as you a nigga, nah, it ain't happening. As long as you a nigga and you infringe upon their so-called free, this is why. And I apologize for the amount of the N-word in my show today, but 
Yes, I'm it's, sorry. No, 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 he, no, no, he, no, no, no. He has no. that I, kind of guest I, today. I apologize, but you you need to be here, yes. and you need to speak. You need to speak truth to power. That's what we're doing today. Uh, I'm trying, and when we're talking about racism being privileged, oh no, no, this is mine. I my equation is privilege plus power. So, prejudice to me, I'm, I'm more practical with the definition. Like I'm looking at prejudice, and I'm breaking it down as prejudging. Okay. Being prejudiced can save your life in certain instances. Meaning, if I'm looking at a snake and I can't tell if that motherfucker poisonous or not. Sure. Being prejudiced about the situation that is, that can is a, save that is me. A, that is a form of prejudice it, that is that can, practical. Yes, and. This is why I say, why, why I'm saying that, because there can be levels, healthy levels and unhealthy levels. There can, just like people's misconception of selfish, being selfish, being selfish can actually benefit you on a healthy level. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can keep yourself very healthy as a person being selfish. However, people are more familiar with the negative results of being selfish and mm -hmm. that's what gets the worst name. Mm -hmm. So as far as prejudice goes, there's healthy levels of prejudice and then there's unhealthy levels of prejudice. However, privilege to me fits the equation better than prejudice because privilege is something that solely pertains to them. They are the only ones who can execute privilege. Mm. Anybody can be prejudiced and anybody can make something or break themselves by having a healthy or unhealthy level of prejudice. Mm -hmm. However, when it comes to privilege plus power to mm -hmm. execute that privilege, meaning getting pulled over. Yeah. I've seen, <laughs> I've been in the car with a cop yeah. who's gotten pulled over by another cop. Like, I've seen how that goes. Like, I've seen him just pull his gun out on his lap, his badge, right. doing 80 fucking miles over the bridge mm -hmm. and getting stopped. Mm -hmm. We could have hit somebody. We could have went all, who, know, who knows anything could have happened. happened. Right. This is when you start thinking from a, like, when you are in that world and, and you force yourself into that reality and you see things happen, it's like, damn, like, I would never, I would never ever have a couple drinks and do 80 miles coming <laughs> over the bridge? Coming over the bridge at 80 miles? Yeah, that's they that. have cops just for the bridge. Specifically for the bridge. And right. they would have a fucking baby overseeing <laughs> that like oh my god did this nigga just speed past me doing 90 mm -mm -mm. you federally speed there's such thing as federally speeding mm. you're federally speeding over a bridge no reactions <laughs> no nothing he just rolled the window down looked at him and there is an element and there is a a a pathology that we are unfamiliar with as black people. If it's fair for us to tell white people that they should not speak on issues that we go through mm -hmm. because they're not black. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't wake up black, don't speak on black issues. Then on the flip side, because we have to play advocate mm -hmm. in their perspective, we can't tell you what it's like to be white. No, that's fair. That's so, fair. But 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 I, I just, and, and and I just want to and, and just forgive me, but I, I have to kind of I have to kind of rein bring, us. Bring, I, I have to rein, I have to rein us back in. But but it's on topic of you know I'm going back to my notes here, but it's on topic of, of what you're discussing. Um, you know I, I I had in my notes here officers captured on video taking selfies with these terrorists, and and. To, to what you were just saying about how we can't tell people what it's like to be white. I cannot imagine a scenario 
where I would be looting because because here's the thing people have compared and tried to conflate this situation with uh, other rioting situations where okay, there so is none. I, right. there, no there's no conflation I, I agree with you but I can't imagine a situation where I would be in a in a target and I just keep using target because fuck them who cares right. but <laughs> but I can't imagine a situation where I'd be in a target target um, a target. Uh, you know, with um, some of the health and beauty aids in my hand, taking a selfie with a police officer. And then going home. And then going home with no charges. Because there were very few arrests, right? And, and, and again, and, and thank you for saying that. I, I, don't, I, don't know how, I don't know how much I said this. I think I may have already mentioned it, but it bears mentioning again. Very few arrests. Um, DC cops said 52 arrests. Um, none of those arrests were... In the capital itself, um, no tear gas, that no riot left. That means they left. They just walked off. They walked off. Even if even if they get charges after the fact, they went home to their families. Do black people get to do that? We can't sell loose cigarettes. We can't <sighs> ride in the car with legal protection our kids can't play with toy guns at the park we can't just get a regular traffic stop even if we say officer i have a firearm it's a legal firearm you can tell them everything that you're doing i can't breathe This is what we got to go through. I mean, this ain't what we got to go through, but this is what a lot of us is going to go through if we don't wake the fuck up right now. Like, I need everybody under the sound of my voice that saw an armed, organized attack happen on a Capitol. I need... Every black person under the sound of my voice without a criminal record, if you know somebody without a criminal record, take them to register for a firearm right now. You got to play the same game. Mm. You got to take examples from the people who's doing the shit you wouldn't even dream of doing. Somebody somebody had the balls to organize this. Somebody had the, the brains to orchestrate it. And then... They all gassed them all up to just execute. You think every last person that was involved in this is some kind of genius or some kind of <laughs> some kind of military genius or or you think that these are people that are following orders. Take your guns and go in there and do this and do that. Take some pictures while you're at it. The cops taking pictures, the co a cop ain't taking pictures with nobody besides Someone they know or someone they getting ready to lock the fuck up. Period. I can't imagine a scenario where Black Lives Matter protesters would storm the United States Capitol and we could say that any of them took any of any any type of positive photograph with a police officer. I, I don't I, I can't I can't imagine a world where that happens. I, I honestly think they wouldn't tell us. They they would isolate that incident and any thought of any insurrection. Like we gotta understand that for a long time, white people have stopped fearing us. Mm. You know what I mean? The fear factor. Like, how many of them have you really seen comfortable saying the word nigga? Ask them why they comfortable saying the word nigga. Mm. It's gonna come down to a few things that one of them might be. Cause I'm, I mean, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Or or I mean, I don't really think of it like that. Like and it may sound innocent, but it's also very demeaning in your it's, it's sense in, because uh, you yeah. you understand what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's a word that they came up with to demean us as a as a people. So. Why are we giving it back to them? 
it, yeah, like you know what I mean. Why like, are we giving it back to them? They you, shouldn't. They shouldn't have it. It's not for you. And, and listen, and and you know me. I'm not someone that uses that word lightly. You know, I, I've I've said it in this show because it's within context, but it's not a word that I use in my daily life. But it's my decision to make. Right. It's not, you know, this guy, this white guy over here to tell me or to t- say he can say it. Right. That's something that me and you can talk about. Me and you can look in the eye. We can have a, a discussion about it. And, and, and I can tell, if I want to tell you, I don't think you should say it. And you want to tell me, I think you should say Whatever. That's a discussion between me and you. It's, it's, it's it a, has nothing to do with them. Nothing. And, it's and it a, never should. And it's exclusive to us. And it's exclusive to us. This is and and that's something I'm never gonna apologize for. I'm sorry if I'm raising my voice. It's fine, but here 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 we here we gotta we gotta flip it over, and these are people who have never had any repercussions for anything they've done. Mm. From the time they've been here, it has been nothing but rebellion, rebellion, every single war, which by the way, every single war, black people were in. Yeah. Yeah. Um We have a lot of stuff to talk about. Indeed. Um we have Man, listen. I don't want to cut this off, but Listen, I have a time limit on this show. Um you know, the sponsors will get mad. <laughs> All right. Um I got to wrap it up. I'm sorry. Not a problem. I, I feel like we're ending so abruptly. So, but w- listen, we're going to do a part two. Time flies. It does. It does. We're going to do a part two. I ask all my guests, where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Charlie Chan, plain and simple, just like that. Send a request and buckle up. <laughs> Cause I'm, I'm, I sting the nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, uh, look him up, Charlie Chan. Uh, you can find him on Facebook. Uh, if, uh, if you can't find him, drop me a line. I know how to find him. <laughs> um, Mr. Charlie Chan, thank you so much for being on the show. Pleasure. Um, we. We need a part two to this. Absolutely. Um, I mean, we only scratch the surface talking about this this capital siege. We have a lot to talk about. I mean, this listen. is this is a monumental day. I made a post the other day said it's a monumental day. Pay attention, and I want to say the same thing. This is a monumental day. Not only is this my first podcast, people have been begging me for podcasts, but this is our first time meeting, and it's only going up from here. So part two and more is to come. Absolutely to come. Thank you so much for being here. And we will be back right after this. If you'd like to follow the show on social media, you can check us out on both Facebook and Instagram at Things You Don't See Podcast. Again, that's at Things You Don't See Podcast. You you don't usually type these things into Facebook that way. You would just kind of type in Things You Don't See Every Day with Chris Taliaferro, and it would pop up. But if you typed in at Things You Don't See Podcast into Facebook, we would pop up the same way we pop up on Instagram. If you want to look us up on YouTube, you can do what you'd probably do on Facebook and just kind of type us in Things you don't see every day with Chris Taliaferro. And again, we pop right up. We're not exactly as terrible as uh, a complete siege on the United States Capitol. So check us out. You know? Give us, a, give us a look on social media. Leave us a message. Hey, actually, speaking of messages, if you want to leave us a message, a voice message... You can go to anchor.fm, 
and look us up again you know just things you don't see every day with Chris Taliaferro there's a message button you can leave me voice messages if you leave me a voice message you have my word your voice message will make the show thanks for listening take care everybody <laughs>